Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things. No more sightings of ill-modified uh, Jaguars recently, but I must say a thank you to a person I can't remember the name of on uh, Instagram who said, have you seen the Brexit MG? And I've gone, no, what? I've not seen the Brexit MG. It's an MGF or TF, so the Roadster. And there's a big Union Jack foil sticker across the boot lid, which just says Brexit. <laughs> and uh, with... <laughs> and, and, and that's it. That is, that's the whole message. <laughs> that's it. It's just what's going on with... British cars that haven't done anything to anybody, just getting needlessly bullied and abused, so, mutilated, actually. Do, I mean, this sort of... In that respect, they've not committed. So I presume they're in favour of it. The, the union flag would suggest... That they are. Yes, but it's not it's definite. Totally clear. No. No. Not, is it? We have had actually some uh, some more uh, jag tragedies. Oh gosh, really? Um, yeah, uh, a listener called Alex Burst sent one. He spotted on the M4, not far from where I live. Um, Was it going into your a, drive? And you yes, get it it. look, it's me driving. <laughs> no, it's an XJ8, uh, the uh, an X350, the aluminium bodied but trad looking one. Um, it's not been comprehensively ruined the main and most striking thing about it as alex acknowledges is that it's it's got a big sticker like a white outline sticker of a vertical ak-47 in the back window in a jag xj yeah hard to what's hard to unpack that in a way you just like what i don't i don't know i just feel mm. i feel bad for all of these cars, they really are not great. I mean, that one's a fairly minor one. Um, I've now lost it because, of course, absolutely shocking state of uh, admin. But uh, somebody sent us... Oh, well, no, so uh, Stephen Kipping uh, sent us a picture of an XJ40 pickup uh, that he's seen tooling around Wolverhampton. Um, I've seen that, and I think it's good. You? I think it's good. I, I feel yeah. like I've seen a different one. This one is... Um, I can't tell, actually. Stephen acknowledges that he, he took... He, he's taken a picture that doesn't show enough of the key feature. He's taken a front three-quarter photo. But you can see that there's a, a couple of hefty bits of wood being carried in the back of the pickup. Hefty bits of wood. Over the, 
over the roof. Um, somebody else... Uh, why can't I find this? This is annoying. Um, someone... Oh, I know why, because I stored it in the special Remember to Read This Out folder. That's why. What, you, um, weren't, you weren't in there? Well, I've actually been tripped up by my own... Um, organization uh a, a listener called uh oh god i'm gonna mispronounce this i iwin iwin ewan i don't know <laughs> i wouldn't you i wouldn't you win i w a n oh i think that's iron i think that's iron yeah iron like a lion in zion well exactly yeah iron has infiltrated the jaguar x type owners group on facebook seriously he said he says i'm not an x-type owner myself but my partner's family have two they've been very good cars um he's he's pulled he's pulled out some examples from the facebook group of of people just just vandalizing x-types there's one here that's just been slathered in extra bits of chrome oh no Um, not the stick on the stick on stuff and then there's another one it's now this looks like they've I don't remember this being a factory colour. It's sort of silk-cut purple. Maybe that's deliberate. X-Type state. It's had all sorts of things there's done a, to it. There's a very close relationship between the silk-cut Le Mans Jag mm. and the X-Type estate. Yes. I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. There's so much that bleeds from one to the other. Well, I mean, just, yeah, I think a lot of shared uh, shared parts. Um, yeah. Uh, particularly, I know that this purple X-Type estate is a... Uh, diesel because it's it's for sale and it's got one of those old school used car dealer stickers in the windscreen that says turbo diesel oh nice that's nice um that's nice and it's got um a, a you know one of those sun visor hangers that says it's 4995 the bit that struck me about this though is that it has a sticker white lettering that's running up the windscreen in line with the um with the windscreen pillar so just just sort of on one side of the passenger side, yeah. That just says because X type, really, mm. because X type, because I uh, <clears throat> I've just remembered two things. You're talking about turbo diesel, so I mentioned that first. Mm. This week, while I've been doing an, an awful lot of of, of road work, um, <laughs> motorway work, mm. uh, I've been. I've been enjoying just car watching, you know, like it's and, and people watching within the cars. Mm. It's a, it's a favourite of mine. But I've seen an unusually high amount of um, Ford uh, faults, should I say? Oh, lads. What's this? The S Max. I was about to say, what's the Galaxy? That's not the Galaxy called. It's the S Max, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so Ford S Max. Can I just say, I think it's better looking than any SUV. I think it's such a good looking car. And it, and we know it's a good car. It's no longer mm. with us, is it? But no. a couple have gone past me. And do you know what my favourite part of it is? No. It's the downturned exhaust tip. Oh, do they? It, they I think it's only the TDCI. Okay, yeah. But it has a, has a very... It has a very uh, flush with the back bumper, downturned exhaust droop, which I just think looks really cool. In a world where there's so much belendery with fake exhaust inside apertures, which just looks like yes. know, pretend chimneys and things, it's all silly. I love, well, the, I, just, love I love a downturned tip. You'd like to see the return of the saggy tip. 
I, return of the the sort of tap. It's like a tap exhaust tip, isn't it? Because a tap has yes a, has a downturned. Yeah, yeah. You very rarely yes, have an upturned tap because that's just mad. No, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just call, causing instant or trouble. Those bloody ones that are an open channel. Oh so yeah, so they don't have a top on them, and the water comes out, and it looks all very arty and sort of like it's like a waterfall. But the, the, some of them are really uncontrollable. They are. And I encountered one last week, and I was wearing because the weather was hot a pair of shorts mm-hmm. like green cotton shorts exactly the kind of color that shows up any water splash. splash yep and i was out and about i was in, in a place where i had to emerge in the bathroom it just looked like i had a you know a, a lawn sprinkler on the end of my chap that had caused untold damage you did a quick prince albert in your lunch break and forgot yeah. <laughs> involved now having to have a sit down <laughs> wee forever using a compass from a midland bank Free stationery set from the eighties. I have to say, references. I, I, think, I think I sent you a picture of me in chinos last week or the week before, and I'd just done I the washing up. Yes, uh, I mean we are rock and roll, us two. Um, <laughs> and I'd done the washing up, and I think the tap had. I'd, I'd turned the tap on, and it sort of ricocheted off a plate or a certain angle of crockery, yep. and just fired loads of soapy water across my crotch. So it. Mm. And then the doorbell went about five minutes later. <laughs> Typical. And it's just blatant, I've pissed myself, look, <laughs> which no one's looking for. And, yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was grim. Uh, <clears throat> another piece of jag news, va- jag vandalism news. Jag vandalism news. It's jag vandalism news. Don't be naughty. Don't be nasty. Oh, look, I've ruined another jag. Well, you know, I used to brush my teeth habitually to Iron Maiden live performances. Yeah. I think I've finally extinguished my sources. I can't really find any more now. So, oh. yeah. So, so what have you moved on to? I've moved on to um, uh, POV banger racing videos. Oh. So it's, it's not musically, uh, it's not the same because it's just lots of destruction. But feels like Iron Maiden would go well over the top of POV banger racing videos. Actually, though, it? yeah, it would if, if they could afford to pay for that or forfeit <laughs> the income from the YouTube videos. I think that's a really good idea. But I found one only yesterday, weirdly, just pure coincidence with the whole Jag mutilation uh, chat. Mm. Um, mm. Someone's doing, done an XK8 coupe. Oh, that went round the short over and all that. And, uh, a, fir- a first generation. Yes. So yeah, first generation uh, XK8 coupe. Um, Pretty, pretty car. Yeah. And yeah, went round, went round the short oval and got ruined. But it it looked good as a banger car, I have to say. Did Did it? it? Yeah, it did look good as a banger car. But um, do you know what puts me off using an XK8 as a banger car? I know nothing about banger racing, like I've never done it. But I always think that if I was building a banger car, I'd want something with quite big side windows so it'd be easier to extricate me from the wreckage if it all went wrong well you don't have a windscreen so there's always that most of them get yeah i suppose but it's still quite a low roof i just i feel like i just want big windows to be able to get out of the people to be able to cut me out more easily and the xk8 feels quite low you're kind of trapped in there you are right and there are some people that get well and truly trapped uh or sort of concertinaed which still amazes me that 
they all walk away seemingly yeah so Is yeah that, that's what's the most ridiculous or surprising car you've ever seen used as a banger a Volkswagen campervan a 70s <laughs> VW type of sort that was about two two or three years ago I mean it's absurd because one hit in the back and the engine no longer works and then you're just a sitting duck that was I was, yeah, was going to say does that not I mean I suppose frontal impacts you're golden because yeah well actually I don't know what year was it uh, uh mid 70s Oh, okay. It's a bay window with a high with a high top roof. Actually, I think it rolled over because it was too hot, top heavy, and it just <laughs> flopped onto its side. But um, yeah, I mean, in in the last three years, I've seen a nineteen tens car with wooden wheels being put round. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You just like nothing's too sacred. Nothing's too sacred. That's um, just weird. Why would well, it's you? Ju- it's kudos. It's weird kudos, Rich. Is it okay? Yeah, it's, right. it's, it's 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 let's let's go hunting and shoot the rarest animal, and then okay. kill it and put it on the wall. Yeah, yeah. That, it's that. Um, but then I wonder. I would quite like to see a nineteen tens car having a go at that thing that you sent me ages ago with those, those people just doing the jumps. Oh, oh, the the the, the jumping. Yes, you'd really yeah. like to see that, would you? Because that would involve death. I would suggest. Um, would come, it? Come on. It was open roof, I suppose, isn't it? And also, it's not very strong. The chassis would probably bend. They're just sort of C-shaped chassis. But, well, yeah. you see all those... You all, you see all these old black-and-white film um, stunts, silent film <laughs> stunts with the Model T Fords yes. doing ludicrous yeah. things. Yeah, well, I think that's what I'm thinking of. It's yeah. like a sort of Buster Keaton move, isn't it? Just just jumping a Model T. Used to be big, used to be big stunts back then, and they were all the time. They were wearing nothing but a full suit, which yeah. you just, <laughs> you know, you think. I mean, I only wear a full suit when I'm when I'm going to a very very prestigious occasion. You've got to really force me. Like I think the last time I wore one was probably with you at, at the James Bond premiere. Yeah, I think that's the last time I wore a suit as yeah. well. I don't know. Anyway, yes. But, well, that's the thing. But back then. I mean, it was bad manners not to wear a suit, even if you're going swimming or something. But I suppose also, you know, you could use the tie to pull someone out of the wreckage if you needed to. But That's right. And all that. Or use it as a tourniquet if they'd uh, horrifically gashed open an artery or something. I don't know. Gosh, a tor- I love the word tourniquet. It's good, isn't it? It's a really the good Ford word. The Ford tourniquet. What, a, what a, a useful vehicle that would be. <laughs> Do you know what? That would be a really good... <laughs> That'd be a really good Ford. The new yeah. Fultz tourniquet. Or the, for the American oh, yeah. market, it'd be tourniquet, wouldn't it? Because they say tourniquet. I suppose they would say tourniquet. So the new Fultz tourniquet. I don't know. I, I, I still regularly discuss with my American wife how the Americans need to get their house in order <laughs> about about French pronunciations. Are you going with this or not? Because on the one hand, herbs. On the other, New Orleans just pick a side, okay? Yeah. Or St. Louis, for that matter. Just um, just pick one. Yeah. I would personally stick with your kind of anglicised pronunciations and stop saying herbs, because it's weird. <laughs> saying herbs. Well, it is, it's just so odd. It just... I don't get it. Well, I'd love to know the, 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 the backstory to why generally people in the US say herbs and not herbs. We do have some fantastic American listeners. Who are very we do, yeah. Sorry, I don't want um, to diss Americans, and there's plenty that, that we say that's absolutely cock assed that you could have at. But yeah, the herbs one is one that always baffles me. Well, no, of course you're not dissing Americans. You're married to one, you, you're in the house with them most days. Yes. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah, do that, would you? Right. 
Um, I thought we, we could talk about one of two things. We could talk about the images that I sent to you last night on WhatsApp, or we could talk about the new VWID GTI concept, which I think might Ooh. have actually redeemed itself. Um, I would like it, to talk about that. There's quite a few things arrived last week at the um, the Munich Motor Show. Um, yeah. But that, yeah, that... I now that's interesting that because a few a few cars uh, that reveal sort of concepty stuff, but that, yeah, that that GTI concept. So it's a GTI version of the ID two concept, which they announced what a few months ago. Yeah, and which is near as damn it a production car, isn't it? They're not really yeah. making much of a secret of that. Um, which I immediately piqued my interest because I was sort of thinking what we're going to replace our E up with, and it's not as small as that. But I've checked the dimensions, and the ID2 and the GTI concept are sort of... It's very slightly bigger than a Polo, mm. a current Polo, but smaller than a Golf. So that's not okay. a bad size. Yeah, that's because your kids car. are only going to get bigger, Rich, last time I checked. I know, they keep doing that, yeah. and I can't find a way to stop it. So, um, it's yeah, really they, annoying. We will, need, we will need more space. But um, what I like about that GTI concept particularly is just because it looks it looks cool it's not radical it kind of it it does look like it could exist and be in the showrooms right now yeah it does but it feels like it's volkswagen just going back to first principles because you look at it and you just go well that's a vw T- totally totally and you don't with an id3 or an id4 you kind of go well, what are they trying here it's they've tried but it hasn't worked they're yep. not attractive cars they just look a bit like they're they are trying a bit too hard to be yeah, I don't know. Slightly futuristic. It just doesn't quite good enough. For it just them. doesn't exactly. They're just not quite right. And I feel like if you think about historically, and I do hate it when people go, "Well, they should keep making this kind of car because it's the kind of car they used to make." It's like that's not always true, you know. And people go, "Oh, I can't believe BMW make front wheel drive cars now." And you, well, most people who buy small BMWs don't actually know which wheels are driven, so it's irrelevant i did actually see but, a two series active tourer last week with m sport yeah. grill inserts and a stripe oh all the way over the top and i nearly had to pull over and just cry <laughs> a little bit yeah it was just awful <laughs> but if you think about what people want from a volkswagen historically sort of like a mark ii golf or a 90s polo you want slightly kind of dour sensible restrained tasteful functional car yeah and i feel like that's what they're shooting for with that id2 and dependable build quality because that always was their calling card yes. and, and all general yes. manufacturers have got worse at that bmw being up there with you know cars that just aren't reliable enough really but i think this is the best of the ids and the, mm. and the <clears throat> golf world married together because we've talked about the mark 8 golf looking like simon cowell's manipulated face which is not yes. really the kind of car i want to drive around in and it's not as good as the car that it replaced yeah and the id3 is not quite as exciting and it isn't really the people's car and the kind of beetle-esque replacement that we were all hoping it to be the id buzz is the only id am i right that has some level of sort of cult and charisma that we can all kind of go look it's a character mm. face and it it's cool but obviously it starts at 50 grand so mm. this i like this i have to say if you if if, you, if if listeners haven't seen it have a have a gander and let us know what you think because it is it does look like a real gti but it's like as you said it's restrained 
it feels classy again, and I feel like VW of. Mm. I feel like Thomas Schaefer, VW CEO, has cracked the whip and gone, come on, let's sort some shit out. Yeah, that's BVW again. Yeah. Which, that's it, do you know what it is? It's, it's tasteful. Yeah. It's, for the most part, it's, it's just tasteful. It's not too flashy. It is very VW-ish. And I feel like, you know, car companies, old school car companies, need to remember what made them successful back in the day. Because if they don't have any core principles that have a bit of weight and history behind them, they have nothing because the Chinese companies are coming to eat their lunch. Yeah. And all they have in their favour is, is a bit of history. Yeah, and a bit of continuity, and some people will still buy into that stories. People will buy stories they absolutely from the will. people who brought you the golf that you loved when you were a student or whatever. Here's a new little electric car, and that's that's all they've got. I think that's so why the up G- that's it. why the up GTI has probably become a cult car instantly. A bit like your Panda One Hundred horsepower because it's horsepower house because you can use all its power and it feels more like yeah. the Mark One Golf than any Golf. So. I was just reading about Still. this ID CCI, which says um, there's no power rating mentioned, but it has the mm. addition of a diff lock for the driven front wheels, which VW says is a link to the Golf GTI Club Sport. Anyway, well, that's, I, I mean, I don't know. But do you know what? Because I was thinking, and I saw some people online just whinging and going, well, it won't be a GTI because it's electric. And it's like, fucking grow up. I'm so, I'm so bored of fuckwits just being so set in their ways about cars. Christ's sake. Well, it's like I, I think EVs whole- are coming. We cannot stop it. And I, do, can I just, something else that's driving me slightly nuts, and I keep hearing, so I listen to a lot of other car podcasts. There are a lot of very good car podcasts out there. Any shit ones? Yeah, there are some, I think, some shoddily shit ones out there as well. And there was one I was listening to uh, the other week, which I think is is uh, absolute dullards. And th- they were doing this thing, which I've heard on other car podcasts, and it's whenever the subject of the future of cars generally comes up and EVs, there's a lot of, you sense, eye-rolling, and then they inevitably go, well, of course, there's synthetic fuels. Do your fucking homework. Synthetic fuels are not going to save the internal combustion engine. It is on its way out. Yeah. At best, synthetic fuels will allow us to keep internally combusted cars that we find interesting and worth cherishing on the road. Yeah. But I read a thing this week said, at the current targets, by 2035 the synthetic fuel industry will only be able to make enough fuel to keep 2% of cars on the road. So it's absolute bullshit. And any car podcast banging the drum for synthetic fuels needs to read up and stop being such dullards. <laughs> well, and, 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 and I'll say of the 2% of cars which might be sipping on um, synthetic juice, they need to be charismatic piston cars. Yeah. Because there's no point in fueling... a something shit should we just say yeah <laughs> well, that's the thing. but this is what also i keep saying this but it's really annoying me now that car enthusiasts and we are aren't we you know we both have we are richard we're, we're silly both things but you've got to just take a sort of overview of this and go the the incoming rise of the ev for an everyday car is going to replace current internally combustion powered nissan Qashqai's and yes. kia seeds and things like that just like worthy workaday cars but which as car enthusiasts, nobody's getting particularly excited about it. anyway. It's not that EVs are coming to shoo every single Ferrari Testarossa and 250 GTO 
or even up GTI off the road. If you have one of those cars, you can keep it. And mm. probably, as as normal everyday cars turn EV, there will be just about enough synthetic fuel. There will still be just regular fuel as well. There has to be. The tail on the internal combustion fleet of this country and countries all around the world is huge. Mm. Cars last. My Range Rover is 13 years old. It's just been serviced. They fixed the suspension fault. The guy went, it's a good one. You've got a load of life left in that car. And that's a fucking Range Rover, for Christ's sake. I mean, imagine. It won't need scrapping for 18 months yet. Up to 18 (laughs) months. But this is the thing. It's like, there are loads. If you want to keep driving an internally combusted car, you can. Your local petrol station, well, it probably has been closed down in terms of flats because that's just happening. But not all petrol stations will close overnight. People seem to have got their panties in a twist about this. As if in 2030... All petrol and diesel-powered cars are going to be crushed to a cube. It's yeah. not going to happen. God, I really like this. Rich. Sorry, I, I just, I really I've been like this. to say I'm just, this for a while. I'm just listening to you while sipping out of my I Love Enya mug, which is not on brand for us, <laughs> but, I, but it's just the one I picked or out of the it? cupboard. Well, I think it is. Um, I uh, did listen to a bit of Enya the other night when I was having a stressful day. It was wonderful watching, oh. watching a blood-red moon come into play. Um, um, now, just sorry, I, I, I will shut up in a minute, but just because it's sort of relevant to yeah. this, the um, VW ID2 GTI, yeah, and people were moaning about well, it won't be a GTI because it's an EV. Yeah, I've now handed back that our Bath 500e, and I think, although it was deeply irritating, it did demonstrate that EV hot hatches can be a thing because it was actually really good fun to sling about, wasn't it? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I just, I actually warmed to it more having got to drive it. Actually, nice drive i had on the way home from radwood after we recorded the last podcast it's a beautiful evening the roads were quite quiet we went cross country back from bista down towards where i live oh yeah did you and you bunged it down some nice roads yeah well i charged it up while we were we were parked at bista so it had a full charge so i didn't have to worry about that as well because obviously that is a concern that you, if you get a bit giddy suddenly you go oh shit now i've got to stop and charge up but no full full battery off i went and I just spanked its little yellow ass, and it was it was really really good fun. So you know, if you think the VW can distill some of that that kind of ability into what it does, it'll be it'll be an amusing little car, and hopefully, it won't be as annoying as the Abarth in other ways. Oh, I I, I agree. I mean, I 
It, it feels like a real hot hatch. Pe- people that say a hot hatch has to sound good, I don't agree with, because there's a lot of hot hatches which don't have interesting sounding engines. They have interesting power True. delivery, and they have a great mm. chassis, and mm. the way at which it it corners and bounces and and, and that kind of short wheelbase, that's... The that doesn't that's not all about engine notes. So I I'm totally in. I know that you can make electric mm. hot hatches. And have you seen this GTI concept? Have you seen its little hark back to the original GTI Golf gear shifter ball? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the the little low three dial inside, mate. That's got the dimples on it. Looks yeah, yeah, just no, like the sweet, other one, like the original sweet. one and all that. Yeah. Sweet. I did, I did a list because I also I was I was having I was looking at um, YouTube and other podcasts and things and thinking oh well, do we we don't give our podcasts clickbaity enough titles and so I was I was thinking I've done a list of six things that annoy me about the Arbath 500e oh nice it's actually it's got seven things on the list but that's fine one of them is the noise generator but I'm not going to put that on my list because you can turn it off it's just irritating it's too loud. And as you pointed out in your video, it just keeps rising because there's no gears. Oh, so I it mean, sounds a bit stupid. I think it just sounds like you're a learner driver that's that's been put on your parents' insurance of a, a peppy hatch, <laughs> and you've forgotten that it's a six-speed car, and you're just driving around in like third or second everywhere. Yeah. That's what irritated me about it. So, in no particular order, the things that I think, and none of these are to do with, or well, only one of them is to do with the fact it's electric. But I think the seat's too high. Yep. But worse than that, number two, I carried my kids around in it quite a lot. And because it's a two-door or three-door, you have to flip the seats forward all the time. And then they're really difficult to flip forward. They are. you're having to do two opposing reactions. You're having to pull that cord on the back of the seat towards the back of the car, but you then want to push the seat forward. It's just fucking it, stupid. It doesn't work, does it? And, and while we're on that subject, because we just sounded like like old ranty bastards... You know, electric coupe seats where you're trying to get someone in the back and the amount of time it takes to get the electric seat to just dither its way forward. And usually it's in slashing rain and you've got someone going, just get me in the car. And I'm like, I can't because it's going. uh, Uh, Can we just say I just I'm not interested in electric seats anymore Um, because adjustability of seats is not hard. There's some great levers and knobs. If they're in the right place and the mech works right, it's just another thing yeah. that we can strike off the list. And my brother's putting his hand in the air. I like the compromise in my old 911, which was the backrest was electric. Because oh. that can be a fiddle to adjust, can't it? And you, you, there's that with certain, so if it's not a rotary knob, if it's a lifter lever thing, there's always that <clears> sense <throat> that you're just trying to edge it back one notch and you then end up just lying down while the car's moving along. And I don't like that. But an electric backrest, so you can just dit, 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 just tweak it. But then everything else was manual. Or height, now height was electric. That's well, a really just, cool thing. So I thought that's probably quite an intelligent compromise. Um, the also apart from the seats being hard to flip forward in that 500e, then also when you put them back, they didn't go back to their original position. That's right, they didn't. That irritated me when we were on the shoot because we set the camera at specific angle to the the driver. Mm. And of course, if the seat then goes out of adjustment, you can't remember exactly where it was. And we and we did that twice, and it was a complete yeah. Brian Canterbury tale. Well, so I did it loads. I did loads and loads because I had the kids out in that car a lot of times, and they just. And also, one of my lad's mates uh, in the back, he claimed that uh, he gets claustrophobic in the back of cars, and it made him feel very claustrophobic back there because it's got high backed seats and 
quite small windows. So that's a little note if you if you have children. Third thing, that it's got wireless CarPlay, <laughs> which is great. I love wireless CarPlay. But all the little icons are too small. They've scaled it wrong on the screen. The screen's not really tiny, but but the icons are all too small. You, so you don't, and because the ride's quite firm, you often end up hitting the wrong thing, which is just it's like, again, just, just spend some time in the car you've designed and then fix the bits that get on your tits, Fiat. This is, it's really simple, this, but apparently not. Apparently they didn't spend Amazing time that we're still getting car. this shizzle wrong, isn't it? I know. And then uh, number four, there's nowhere to put your left foot. It's just no. insane how badly designed that is. It's just, yeah, it's just, I, there's not enough room in the footwell of a two-pedal car. I, I picked up on that within about five miles of borrowing it and was like, right, mm. that's going in the notebook. Damn you. Um, five. It doesn't make a noise when you lock it, so you're never quite sure if it's locked. Oh, yeah, my um, my Honda Element's like that. It's very, Isn't very it? discreet. The central locking's very quiet, and I have to do wow. the whole dad thing of walking back to it to do the double, yeah. the, the grab handle check. But the problem is you go back to the bath and try it, and that just opens the doors again because it's keyless. I can, so you've got to keep yeah. your eye on the indicators, and if the indicators flash, you kind of know that it's locked. But, yes. But if you're just in a hurry and you just push the button on the handle, there's no dunk. It's which is, I mean, it's amazing <clears throat> they've managed to engineer that. Very clever, but it's the, I, the no. door. Those solenoid door handles in the Fiat 500e and also the Arbath, of course. I don't know if you know, but I, I recently drove the um, Maserati Gran Turismo Folgore. Oh yeah. So the new the new Gran Turismo electric version. Mm. And that has the same the same door handles. Mm. So oh, does it? Yeah, that's uh, there's a there's a review of that car coming imminently. Um and it's 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 a good car. Is it? Ah. I actually think that Maserati had, they've they've got their mojo back. Which is which has taken yeah. about forty years. I was getting but, well, but no, it hasn't. I'm, sure that, that's I'm sure they'll accidentally throw it away with the recycling and have to find a new one again soon. But uh, those do- the door handles I don't like. I think there's like Audis and stuff where there's a kind of a mechanical handle. It moves, but it's just releasing a electric catch. Yeah, and it's like shaking hands with a dead person because <laughs> you, you kind of go, it's just not there's something. There's something off about this. There's something cold and weird. The, the, the handle is moving like it's releasing a mechanical catch, but it's not. And it just, I don't know. I don't a clammy like handshake. Um, and then finally, that 500e. My sixth thing I don't like about it is the regen is way too aggressive. Yeah, and you can't change it unless you, and can, you can't change and it. And I've I've tried. I've looked for an excess of half an hour, and I can't work out how. So no. Well. I mean, bearing in mind that the noise generator menu to turn that off is hidden in a sub-menu under the heading display. It's ridiculous. Which makes no shatting sense whatsoever. Again, no. it's like, spend some time with this stuff yeah. before you put the car on sale. Yeah. I mean, it was probably, it's probably hidden under a menu called door mirrors or something, just because they're... It's just, cri- it's just it's as confusing as cryptocurrency. I, I would say, and, and for anyone, I've had about four intelligent people trying to explain to me what cryptocurrency is, and they still have no idea. No idea. You might as well talk to me about how trombones are linked to Formula One, um, which is last oh, time I are. checked. I don't think they are. Um, uh, anyway. I was going to. Talk- Sorry, I've been a bit a bit moany today. You I apologise. I'm actually okay. in quite a good mood. You were the one who said I'm in a really shitty mood and it's not going away. I'm in I was a- like, oh, I'm quite jolly this morning. And no, I, I was like in a I foul don't mood. Don't sound like I am. Yeah, I was in a foul mood. I've put. I've sort of. I've. I've slept badly and put my neck out, and I was on a Teams call that went on too long, 
and so and and, and that's that's annoyed me full stop um but it's okay because i because i i just went out there and stroked the tortoises for a couple of minutes in the sunshine and all was good and that's definitely not a euphemism and not the a euphemism. um can I bring up uh, a subject that which I don't, I very rarely talk about on Smith and Sniff? Um, yeah, Miami Vice. I, <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it, but I managed to switch on subtitles onto my television by mm. just leaning on the control, and I actually mm. don't know how to turn it off now. So I've in the last week I've got quite into having fully subtitled television, and. Miami Vice with with subtitles on is very fascinating. Oh. I sent you some screenshots, Richard, which I'll share with yes, Patreon. Yes, you did. And I'll try. So in the brackets, when there's music on, it, it describes the music. My favourite one, I couldn't. I, I kept trying to rewind and pause and get one, but it was. Um, is it? Is there a word? E- e- ethereal. Ethereal. Uh, eth- yes. Ethereal. Yeah. Is it to do with sort of like to do with the ether and? It being yes, yeah, sort of ghostly and that's wraith-like. Right. Yeah. So my favourite so, one is when they were driving along the in the Testarossa at night on like a big Floridian bridge, mm. um, and it just had in in, in closed brackets um, ethereal synth music, and I thought that you wear it, you'd probably wear a t-shirt with that on. <laughs> I would bloody love a t-shirt. Honestly, it was really good. Synth music. Ethereal synth music. And, and, and there was another one which said, um, there was another one where they were about to smash the door down on a, a perp's apartment, and it had, in brackets, driving rock music. And Ooh. then there was another one where um, I think someone had, yeah, someone was about to get murdered. Um, mm. And there was the guy's wife who was about to get murdered driving away with her children because it had a big argument. And in brackets, slow, comma, wistful rock music. <laughs> and I just think, I don't know, it's just, it's a bit partridge, I admit, but um, I did very much like it. Um, <clears throat> it's, I mean, I suppose if you. Uh, can't hear or hard of hearing then it i suppose it is quite helpful but then they do it for dialogue though don't they because i've seen it when i've accidentally turned the subtitles on and sometimes it will just say things like grunting or hard breathing and it's <laughs> hard <laughs> breathing yeah wistful sigh and you go uh, yeah i suppose it was i suppose it was quite wistful <laughs> ethereal synth music though that's fabulous ethereal yeah ethereal is a good one isn't it and um yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm nearly on to the fourth series. Just in case anyone cares, I think there's five series of Miami Vice. I feel like I have to get through this now, although yeah. it is a bit Groundhog Day. I'm still enjoying the quality of the acting. I'm definitely enjoying the pitch bend Jan Hammer incidental music. But um, you know, as you get presumably to the fourth and fifth series, are the are the guest stars reaching a fever pitch because the show's now quite well known? Yeah. There's been there's been some yeah in fact the night before last we had uh, oh who was it we had two quite famous people in it bugger it will come to me in a minute but um, yeah and the, the, there's so many still 500 SEL AMG Mercedes just the the extra always the longer wheelbase with the bigger back door and always with mm. the boxy skirt side skirts where you know when you go in and out of the american driveways i'm, I'm constantly wincing yeah. i think it's just going to remove its whole side skirt. <laughs> yes 
<laughs> and even the, the other day I watched one uh, when Crockett came in hot to a, um, a, a warehouse complex. And again, a huge gully drain kind of like junction off the road. And he was on full lock in the testicle rosser and it made a horrible <laughs> clonk. And I thought, oh, Richard would not have liked that. Richard would have gone, oh, gosh, that's going to be track rod ends galore. Um, did they, I'm wondering, did they only sell the SEL in the US? No, you could buy an SEL in this country. No, what I mean is, did they not sell the standard wheelbase in the US? Oh, good question. Like an SE. So, uh, yeah. well, we'll have to find... I think they did, but mm, you're making me wonder whether... No, it, I, I, I was just wondering out loud thing, if there was the kind of went... The, yeah, just because, you know, cars are generally bigger, particularly in the 80s the, in the US. So they just went, let's fit in by only selling the longer one. I don't know. Um, I... I I have to look this up but um i was going to say to you mm. oh i said this to you already that i feel like if if, if this podcast was going to do an overseas live recording or indeed just relocate to somewhere else in the world yes it really should just be miami because miami vice mm. you could hunt down and harm dj khaled he lives there. I'm not going to harm him. Um, well, you could just, like, throw soup or dog shit. I'd like to strim his shins. I'd like to... Yeah, well, there you go. You see, that's harm. Is it? Well, that's just, harming DJ Khaled. I just pretend that I was, like, a replacement gardener. Because he, he will have a team of gardeners. And while he's oh, yeah. in the garden clowning around doing something really meaningless on Instagram, I'll just accidentally <laughs> strim his knees. <laughs> I just, I'm so confused by DJ Khaled. I was talking to someone that's met him a couple of days ago what? who shall remain nameless. And, I, and I, did, I did use certain words which I won't use here. And I just go, is he really, hmm. is he really like that? Or do you think it's, it's an intentional, attention-grabbing persona? Because hmm. I, I have to hope that it's the latter. Otherwise, he's, yeah. I'd say he's within 10% of being sectioned. So... <laughs> But anyway, well, let's gloss, gloss over um, that because I'll get, no way, I'll get, I'll get a text person... from my mum saying you, you need to stop disrespecting DJ Khaled because it's cruel. Stop being me, yeah. I imagine your mum's a massive DJ Khaled fan. She's got all his records. Because, yeah. uh, well, funny enough, I read an interview with DJ Khaled where I thought he sort of came across, well, you know, he, he he's very much self-made and he's built this incredible career and fortune and stuff like that. I thought, okay, maybe we're a bit harsh on him. But then, uh, do you ever watch, there's a show on YouTube that I'm a big fan of called Hot Ones, which is where they get celebrities on and they interview them. Hot the Ones? Sean Evans, he's a, Hot Ones. The, so what, W-A-N-D-S? No, we're not Hot Ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is a show called that somewhere, but probably not on YouTube. Um, it's, uh, no, it's, so he interviews them the host sean evans interviews celebrities while they're eating spicy chicken wings what it's a yeah so they have 10 wings of increasing heat and and they work their way up while he's interviewing them about the you know whatever it is they're trying to promote and he's had he's had matt damon on there matt damon jennifer lawrence it's it's you name a big star they've probably been on hot ones it's it's a it's an amazing show because such a simple concept but what it does do is it kind of strips people down because when they start getting a bit of a sweaty mouth they're so distracted by that that you feel like you get to see a bit of what they're really like and a lot of people you know they come across really well lord you know the the singer lord yeah she 
went all the way up to the hottest, like, DEFCON 1 nuke strength hot sauce, didn't flinch once, just carried on chatting about what she's working on. Oh, wow. She was absolutely brilliant. So you get people like that. I recently watched, in fact, while I was on holiday over the summer, I watched the DJ Khaled episode, which is from a few years ago. He is the worst person they've ever had on there. He gets to the second wing, which is not very hot, relatively, and just bottles out and is a bit of a prick about it. DJ Coloured? Yeah. So, you know, he talks a big, big I am. I think he's one of the few. I think they've now got about five or six people who bottled out and couldn't do the whole ten or even try them. But he bailed on number two. He is absolutely the worst guest they've ever had on that show. And it's been running for ages now. I want to suggest... This will probably never happen, but let's try it. I want to suggest I'd like one of those very soft BBC documentaries, um, but I want DJ Mm. Khaled to go narrowboat holidaying. (laughs) But he has to be in charge of the boat. (laughs) Right. And, and, And obviously there are lots of narrow historic waterways of the UK. With yeah. with other narrowboat owners, I want that to be the premise. I want to see how that pans out. Shouting "We the best" while smacking it into the gates <laughs> of a lock on the Shropshire Union. Exactly, shouting. What is it? They didn't. They didn't believe us. God did. <laughs> long, long, swollen pause. Has anyone ever come in so hot to the top of a lock? That they've ridden over the top of the gates and dropped into the empty <laughs> lock. <below. laughs> what, like, like those, like, like a, like a rapids canoeist who just drops in off a waterfall and then just comes back. Yes, up. exactly that. Yeah, yeah, but, but on a narrow. Boat. Can you imagine DJ Khaled not understanding the lock process and just trying to sort of oh skip through? <laughs> just, just trying to bullshit his way through locks. Yeah, exactly. Just go, yeah, or shout, just complaining that they're the wrong height and then walking off and not refusing to take part in the rest of the holiday. I don't know. Like the um, the the Land Rover place that serviced my car. Um, there's a there's a there's a bit. My car was parked on this side bit of their premises, and the lady, the receptionist lady, said, "Now, when you drive off here, just be careful because just keep to the to the right because left there you'll see there's actually a little a low brick wall that fences off the rest of it. And as you'll notice, uh, just the other day, someone drove off the end of the brick wall." there and took a few bricks off the end of it what? and they had they just sort of they just dropped off they'd ridden over the lip of the brick wall probably about two bricks high and then just just dropped into the pavement so that's how Khaled would go into a, a, a canal lock i imagine i think that's what we need to happen dj Khaled narrowboat holidaying he can do all the things that all the hallmarks of dj Khaled, um yeah. but he's on a narrowboat holiday and has to respect the noise curfew and also the speed restrictions mm. that come with narrow boating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, if we can make that. And what I mean, by the way, all the while that that's happening, you and I are in Miami. Well, yeah, because I haven't told you my third reason we should go to Miami, um, which is uh, Oliver Francois, the um, Stellantis, whatever he is this week, chief of everything officer. Yeah. Because he lives in Miami. From what, Does he? from what I can gather. Yeah, from his Instagram account. He always seems to be in Miami with his arm around Shaggy or Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Yeah, he's. I think he's based in Miami, which in itself is inexplicable because you know, I, I don't believe that Stellantis' head office is in Miami, but... I don't. Th- I was just about to say, is that like a silly commute or does he just never go to the <laughs> office? 
never goes to the office because he's I'd love to come in, but unfortunately, Michael Bolton's just popped around for a cup of tea, so I'm going to stay home this morning. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I'm pretty certain. If you look at his Instagram, Olivier Francois is always in Miami. So if we go there, we can we can go and look him up. And, <laughs> I know, if he's not. I've only ever been to Miami once. It was lots of fun. I, I might have said it before yeah. in a podcast. I'm sure I did. And um, I drove a... It was when the whole donk, box and bubble craze was kicking Mm. off, which is still a very East Coast thing. I don't think it's a West Coast thing. Um, Is it not? No, I don't think they do the sort of 28-inch wheels with kind of M&M's decals over on the West Coast. I think they think it's a bit too silly even for them. So... I, I, but I'm not. I'm certainly not an expert on this. But yeah, I've, I, I was trying to think of what would make the worst slash best for us if we did have a residency in Miami. Would we drive around in a donk or a box or a bubble, and what would that be? I think we sort of need to bring a Euro flavour to things, wouldn't we? To you know, to be oh. true to our roots. Oh, okay. So, what about? Um, MGZTT a Rover 75 donk yes we've both got in with we've both got in with Rover 75 bodies I actually think it's it's a not shit idea okay it's a it's a not shit mm. idea I um, think so I'd love to represent as people probably don't say anymore um, I would as well the UK scene with <laughs> With a 75 on 28 inches. Well, if we do a Cars and Coffee, um, obviously that starts at three in the morning. Um, um, One of us, we have to toss a coin the night before in the hotel room. One of us has to wear wear NBA awards suit. One of us has to wear an NBA ceremony suit. You sort of fall out of this unnecessarily high car wearing with loads of surplus material. <laughs> Some of the linen gets snagged on the on the door lock catch. What dangling. You, you tear the arse out of your suit before you've even got to the event. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, I I was I I, <laughs> I know this is stupid. I did a very brief search on eBay for baggy linen suit. Because I thought, no, you I'm, I'm going to plan ahead. I, I need to get this in for Radwood next year. Well, because you know that guy yeah. that you saw in the in the business suit. Did you see the other day? He he outed himself on Twitter. No, I didn't see this. Yeah, he came forward because other people. I think someone else had posted a picture of him, and then you said that's the guy that we were talking about in the podcast. And then he came forward and he went, "Yeah, that's me." And he said, "I got that suit off eBay." What? I thought, brilliant. That's what I need to do. And I'll do it. I'll go and have a look now before I forget. And I had a quick look. But weirdly, when you search baggy linen suit, it doesn't quite get the gist of what you want. So that needs some more research. But I will do it for next year. I'm determined I'm going to go full MBA. I think we... Well, maybe we'll go together MBA. I'll see if I can... I'll see if I can borrow... Um, borrow yeah. a, I might borrow a car that would work for that if I don't own one. I was kind of hoping you were going to say that because I would also maybe feel a bit of a tit on my own. But if the pair of us are what, dressed like... Do you know who else used to rock a very bad, <laughs> a very baggy suit around then? I don't know why With, I find a lot it of so those, funny. Um, those, those sort of boy bands, they're like Backstreet Boys and things, I think they would, if they were doing... Like if they're going to an awards ceremony or something and they were dressing up... Yeah. What new they new, would. Ki- new kids on the block? Surely, new kids on the block. They would. And Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, hey, we we should wrap this up. But before we do, I, we I really want to talk to you about. Have you seen the new Toyota Century SUV? Oh gosh, I have. I did see it. I did. I sighed. I know. I did. Too. I, I don't. I, I, did sorry, I have been really moany this week, but it 
pisses me off the Toyota Century SUV because it's sort of it's against everything that the Toyota Century is supposed to be, which is it's it's, it's meant to be stealth wealth. Yeah, it's discreet. It's for your quintessential old school Japanese businessman who does not want to be noticed. Yeah. It and this is like exactly the opposite. It's trying to be noticed, which means it's not a century. It's dog shit. Well, it's it's it looks just like a a rubbishy pastiche of a um of a of a, uh, a Chevy Suburban or a, a Rolls Cunnilingus, doesn't it? And unfortunately, yes, I. I just... With have you seen the the two rows of twin headlights at the front? Yeah, to me looked a bit like that car from national lampoon's vacation oh the uh not the family, family truckster, truckster the family truckster was that what it yes, was called it is, yeah. yeah which is so ironic yeah. it's actually cool now but yeah um, i was going to look up the family truckster yeah see they there was a ford um uh well, not crown Vic, what were they called the, but it was modified the production modified it to look more ridiculous it's a ford ltd i think it's an ltd it, wagon yeah, yeah. It, which was called the country squire <laughs> folds country square and all that you know what i mean it's just i'm just looking at a picture of it i love it it's brilliantly shit oh, but that's um, got more class rich than than this well yeah i'm sorry I i'm sorry i suppose they're probably just chasing the market because in truth there aren't that many old school trads japanese businessmen who want a century saloon anymore and they've had to sort of go where the money is but it disappoints me nonetheless. It disappoints me hugely, and I'm going to have a rant now. Look at what Hyundai did recently with their um, grandeur concept. Yeah. It got more headlines and more people <clears> giddy <throat> and more young car enthusiasts of JDMness all yeah. all fired up because it was totally different. It went, I'll tell you what, take an 80s three-box saloon, bring it up to the mm. 21st century, slightly retro, slightly future, future retro, whatever, modern drivetrain, cool integrated um, infotainment and, and, and connectivity. And Hyundai will make that car because that's, that's the way they roll, mate, at the moment. Um, and Toyota could have done that. They could have done that and could have been the only player to have done that in the game. Yeah. SUVs aren't classy. I'm sorry. I don't think they are. I think you just look like a sheep following the other sheep, and that doesn't mean that you're classy. Also, old money, good barometer for understated class. Old money will not drive this. Old Japanese money will not go near this. No. I do wonder who I don't know I don't know enough about Japan but I just feel like I, I do wonder who who will want this because starts at 135 it, grand I know that's, that's the thing, which is it, about it's, is it's it about cheap. 700 billion yen I, I I'm not up or on something my like yen. that yeah the, no I don't know but uh yes I just don't get it because I feel I don't know culturally in Japan whether sort of Toyota Century is associated with old men <laughs> in business suits <laughs> and whether that that name will sort of nullify any of the apparent cool of looking a bit like a Rolls Cullinan amongst people who think Rolls Cullinans are cool I, I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm, I, we, we both have sad emoji faces here and I think it's this is where I do get a bit jaded about the new the way the new car industry is going because I don't see that as evolution a bigger wider heavier taller car is not the answer even if you're looking for class, it's still not the answer, I don't believe. And But who am I? 
who, well, who, who am I to be to be the uh, the tastemaker for this sort of thing? Yeah, as that famous meme from The Simpsons with Principal Skinner on it says, "No, it's the kids that are wrong." But um, right. who knows? Uh, probably it is just us. Uh, well, on that slightly downbeat and melancholy note, you nearly said on that side that. of things, didn't you? I did, didn't I? Well, I suppose to because we've been told to by listeners to use the catchphrase more i don't know um, and all that all right well anyway uh it probably is time to go before we do three things to tell you they are one johnny has a solo youtube channel it's called the hate shapes show oh gosh he picks an outline and then slags it off uh, this week he's in a primary school near preston calling isosceles triangles shit <laughs> if that's not to your taste there's always the late break show lots of excellent videos about cars <laughs> and people who love cars on there what's going on at the moment Oh, I'm doing uh, uh, Bobbins. Hang on. Uh, what, what, what's the na- latest one? It was on the tip of my tongue. It's, it's either something about Maserati, uh, hmm. like a little thing about Maserati, or, hang on, he's quickly scrolling through because he should bloody know, but he doesn't. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> hang on. Hang on, you swine. What people oh, no, don't no, know no. Is the- um, it's uh, the, the Maserati things the week after. Um, it is okay. an idle chat mm. with US YouTuber Tavarish, who we um, oh, we recently yes. Freddie Freddy, Freddy Tavarish, um, and I think it's a real good one. It's quite long form. Mm. He's an exceptionally interesting chap. We covered a lot of ground, and uh, he's a real car person, but also he wants to give a lot back. So he was just really, really, really gracious. And really helpful. And we ended up, as the Americans would say, we ended up hanging out for a while afterwards, which sounds wrong now that I've just said it like that. But that's what we did. Okay. More on that soon. Um, The second thing I've got to tell you is I've got various books out. Um, Boring car trivia, one, two or three. They're all there. Four's on its way, I promise. Um, But in the meantime, go and buy one of those if you haven't already. And um, the third thing I have to tell you is that the Hawaiian pizza was invented in Canada. No way. Way. Yeah, it's... um, In fact, it was a a Greek guy, Greek immigrants to Canada, who owned a a place selling pizzas. Pizzeria? In the 60s, decided, yes. Well, it was in the sort of infancy of the pizza being a thing, I think. And he decided to experiment, and he put um, canned pineapple slices on top of it, along with ham. And he called it the Hawaiian because the, the... pineapple slices were from a, a brand called hawaiian tin pineapple oh. and that's where it came from but otherwise now to do with hawaii i bet you tinned ones work better than fresh in a pizza environment yeah because they have that sweetness to them don't they, they do so, sweet sweetness sweet 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 pineapple <laughs> mm. good honestly such a sweet right. sweetness yeah, really <laughs> Um, I've really enjoyed okay, well, this podcast, um, but I apologise if it comes across as being extra ranty. But now and again, that's what—that's the way we I, do I, things. And I feel like we're a bit negative this week. Next week, we'll be all sunny and positive, and we'll talk about nice things. I cheered myself um, up by singing Goldfinger, um, the Bond tune, in a Bristolian yeah. way this morning, and it was really oh. lovely because it's Codefinger. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Uh, <laughs> Goldfinger. Such a Codefinger. <laughs> welcomes you to enter his web of sin but don't go in yeah <laughs> just 
And I thought it was funny, <laughs> so it's unlikely that everyone else will find it funny. Yeah, well, your mileage may vary, but that's usually the case uh, with this. So, um, thank you ever so much for listening. We will do this all again next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye now. Thanks and all that. Bye. Cheers. Jack Vandalism News, it's Jack Vandalism News. Jack Vandalism News, it's Jack Vandalism News. Don't be naughty, don't be nasty, oh look I've ruined another joke. Don't be naughty, don't be nasty, oh look I've ruined another joke. Jack Vandalism News, it's Jack Vandalism News. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.